Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice Season 4, Episode 2. It's been a little over a week since we last chatted about the girls' high school hockey landscape in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, no real reason for it, just caught caught up doing other stuff. I think the reason I was sick Monday and Tuesday. You weren't that sick. I wasn't mm. working I wasn't working my normal turbo pace, put it that way. Well, it's your fault for having a turbo pace. I just wasn't really going after it too hard. So. You know, Sun Tzu said be like a duck on water. Oh boy. Calm up go. top but kicking down below. I don't know if Sun Tzu actually said that, but it sounds like something he would say. All right. All right. I'm was I was kicking frantically the cold that I had when I returned from Moorhead's butt. That's what I was kicking frantically you on were Tuesday. Okay. Multiple naps. I don't know if ducks kick butts, but that's fine. Yeah. We're about yeah. to kick this episode's butt. It is uh, we are. sponsored by the Red and Black Girls League. The Red and Black Leagues have been rapidly expanding, going from just one based in Richfield primarily, and now yeah. they've got multiple boys' leagues and a girls' leagues. Tony, why don't you tell us a little bit well, about the Well, it's a fantastic league. league. I mean, the concept is phenomenal. Um, you play, just play games. It's like shinny, right? You, you play 20 games in the spring or 20 games in the fall. Uh, you have a little tournament at the end. Uh, in boys, there's no checking, right? In, in girls, there's obviously no checking anyway. Um, but the, the purpose is show up. You know, a lot of your teammates, you can cluster your teammates together. So if you have four or five girls from from South St. Paul or Northfield or wherever, Mount West Tonka, Edina, it doesn't matter, you guys can kind of pl play together. Uh, you go out, play on a team. You play against other teams of equal ability. Uh, you go out and you just play some games, you know, because a lot of these kids, they're training in, in with with personal trainers or training with OS they're training Sec year round right they're doing other sports this is just a way to go out and kind of uh you know freelance a little bit keep the blades wet uh it was great league for my son he played all four years in high school because he was playing baseball and football and all these other sports that were getting in the way where he could go just play some hockey and, and stay fresh and he got better because of it Especially his freshman and sophomore year, it was great for him. And then his junior and senior, year, he won it a couple of times. We really, he just really looked forward to it each year. Mm. Was that one of your proudest moments as a hockey parent? When he won the Red Black League yeah. with the vanilla team. What was it? The what do they call the cream or something? It wasn't cream though. They had a Beige. team for vintage. They call vintage. It. Vintage. That's right. They won vintage. It was a bunch of Jefferson kids and a bunch of us Artel kids. So they all had pretty much blue helmets. It was kind of neat. Blue and, and vintage tan don't go very well together. But. No, they don't. But uh, from the games I've seen at the Red Black League, all the kids seem to have a pretty good time. They all get to know each other, make some new friends. and That's exactly you, what it If you don't to have be. to worry about getting cross-checked from behind during the yes. offseason, that's also kind of a bonus. And in girls, there's not going to be a lot of that anyway, but it's, it's just going to be a light skate. You're going to go out and you're going gonna to get a good hour, hour and a half workout in and – uh, you're going to stay fresh, and you're going to stay tied to the game. Yeah, a lot of high point totals. If I had to compare it to anything else, it would be the BCHL. It is the BCHL of off-season hockey. Yeah, that's 
It's kind of a knock on the BCHL, isn't it? Kind of. Oh, well. Uh, our ranking sponsor today is Tradition Companies. And guess what? They're not sponsoring anything because we haven't done any rankings. No. Uh, not everybody's played yet. And Edina still hasn't played. Edina still hasn't played yet. Orono just played their game uh, last, last night. night. Yep, they beat them 7-1. to yep. So it didn't make sense to update the rankings until everybody had already played. And considering how... Every other outlet took last week off and didn't publish anything until the first batch of games has been played. I uh, thought I'd give ourselves a break. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't mind it. Um, I got home and was sick. I didn't do youth rankings. I didn't do any rankings last Monday. I will do them this Monday. So I'll be working on that all weekend, getting our rankings all dialed up before Thanksgiving. And then, obviously, after Thanksgiving, youth and high school and boys' oh, high school – it's going to be crazy. That The Monday after is one of the busiest, most well-read of youth hockey hubs Mondays of all time because there's so much that goes on during Thanksgiving, which is fun. Yeah, and the season doesn't really start until Thanksgiving either. It really doesn't. We're a little, we're kicking tires a little bit here, but it really kicks into gear when the boys' high school and all the Thanksgiving tournaments and girls' high school, it's, it's fun. Yeah, Love it is it. fun. Uh, once those rankings get going, we will have some extra meat on the bone for you. But even without rankings, we have some surprises, some early season surprises. And I'm going to start with the number one ranked team in the preseason. Minnetonka. Which will no longer be number one. They will not be number one anymore. Minnetonka Spoiler. going 2-1 and in their first three games, handled Roseville 8-0. That's all well and good. And then lost to Andover 1-0 and then went to overtime with Stillwater. So are we more surprised that Tonka is not 3-0 and or the fact that they haven't appeared as dominant as they should be on paper go? The second one. The second one. Okay, you're going to take the latter instead of the former. Yeah, I think they just should be more dominant than they are. They just have too much talent. But like we talked about, it's it's a, it's a 30 for 30 ready to be made here. You know, all these talented players, how do you keep them? You know, there's only one puck on the ice. I mean, how do you get all these kids on the power play? How do you make them all happy? Um, and especially if it goes south, it could go south fast, you know. Whereas I think Edina and Andover, you know, I know I feel like I'm beating the same drum. They have their they have their kids, whoever they are, they love them. And they're going to keep going forward. They don't have any they don't have any distractions. Put it that way. Well, they can at least hope not to have any distractions. Every team will have something that pops up along the way. And Edina and Andover have two great goaltenders. You know, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they they are they start from the back. Both those teams start from the back, and they're going to be great all year long. Yeah, as we mentioned, Edina just getting started this week. We'll see how that plays Who do plays they play? Out. I don't even know. They start with Duluth. Okay. Straight up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that right? Duluth Marshall. Okay. I swear it said just Duluth yesterday. All right. No, they play both. So they play Duluth Marshall today and then Duluth Public tomorrow. All right. Then Rogers. Three road games to start the year for the Hornets. All right. I don't expect them to have much trouble with any of those games. Are you sure? I'm positive. They they won't run into anybody until uh until Holy Family, it looks like. That'll be a good game. That should be a good game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get to Holy Family in a little bit. They're going to be one of our pickums. We're going to have five pickums oh, at wait. the end. Everybody has to just wait. This is a fun show to do because you do all of the work and I just chime in. Yeah, and you can tell just how poor I am at this work because right now I'm just kind of like, hmm, what do we do next? 
You know it. <laughs> you know it. Uh, do you have any more surprises off the top of your head? I got a couple more in the bag. Um, I think we had some surprises. I thought Rosemont was a surprise. You thought Rosemont was a surprise, yeah. Yeah, and and Simley, we'll get to that, I'm sure, later. Yeah, we're going to play a little game called Too High, Too Low. Okay, so those are the surprises that I thought, you know, when I, when I look at these scores. And then, obviously, we shouldn't be surprised, but it's still a surprise with the Northfield, you know, tiny Northfield beats Lakeville South, who's got two D1 players, maybe three. If you think about it, I mean, that's... I think they're on the edge of getting three. three I know right. they got two right, right. Now. Think about that. So that's a bit of a surprise as well. So um, we'll get more and we'll, we'll dig in a little bit later, but those will be my surprises. Those will be your surprises. And I literally have no notes in front of me. This is straight... I know you don't, but the, the notes in front of me aren't even that good. So right now we're just kind of All right. winging it. All right. All right, uh, scoring leaders. We could run down some scoring leaders, maybe give some girls some shout-outs yeah, that might not normally get some. Whitney uh, Tuttle on there? Mm, looks like she's tied for fourth. Okay. Right now the yeah, state leader well. is Laverne's Cameron Van Batavia. Uh, she's They lost. So? They lost. So? This is the most overhyped player in the state, I think. She's a Division One commit. I, I'm just saying. You're the worst. I'm sorry, I, and, I, and I think she's a good player, but their schedule is soft, and they lost. They, that team, if, if they are that good, they should not. You know what I mean? They don't play a very tough schedule, and it's, it proves out once they get to state, if they even can get there this year. Yeah, uh, New Ulm might cause some problems for Liverpool. You down think? The road, yeah. Considering like, they, lost they lost to New seven Ulm. to three, was it? Yep. Yeah. They also have the two leading scorers in the state, Cameron Van Batavia and Peyton Bear. And they're good players, but that's just misleading. Sorry. <laughs> uh, following with 10 points each, Sam Moley, uh, Lucy Bond from Minnehaha United, which is another surprising team. They've won two out of three they to start Breck. the year. They beat Breck for that the That was on our time. show yesterday. That is a shocker. It was on our show yesterday, but I'm still kind of surprised at that. I can't remember the last time Minnehaha beat, uh, beat Breck. And rounding out the number two score is Grace Shuck from Bloomington Jefferson. Oh, Shucker! Shucker. I'm sure you know some of those girls on that Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Would they be considered a surprise at 3 Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. They, they got to play somebody, somebody like above the Mason-Dixon line. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like someone who's in the top half, I'm saying. Mm, I don't know if that allegory works. I know, but you know what I mean. Like someone in the top half, if they beat someone there, then I would be... Ecstatic because I know a lot of these girls. I coached them when they were, when they were uh, ten Bs when they were playing with my daughter was a ten A. So I coached a lot of them: Grace and Abby Long, Henry and Katie Getters and Jada Johnson. All those kids are, they're great kids. All a lot of them, they're either friends with my daughter Hadley or they they played soccer with my daughter Hadley. One of them, like Grace Shuck, is a fun soccer player. Abby Long Henry was an All Conference soccer. player. So a team of athletes, very good. A very team good. of athletes. Yes. All right. Well, we can use that as a, a clunky segue into our too high, too low segment, and this is where it's going to get fun. How is that we're clunky? Gonna that was not clunky. That we're was going to argue. That was smooth, though. Sm mm. That was a smooth segue. It was that was about good. as smooth as chunky peanut butter. All right. All right. Let's start with too low. Let's start with too low. Right. The, no, no, no. Let's start with too high. Okay. We'll get the negatives out of the way first. You got so Northfield on there. I was not too high on Northfield. I have Northfield I on the other one. Yeah. But I'm starting with Chisago Lakes. Oh, this is too high. This is too low. All right. 
No, this is too high. <laughs> this is too high. Sasako legs was way too high. This is too high. Hang if, on. If there was a plate of crow, you and I would be chowing down on Chisago Lake's crow right now. Throw a little salt and pepper right? on that. I mean, crow. ketchup, peanut butter, you name it. It needs it. That's a that's a healthy helping. Of- yeah. I think uh, Chisago might end up being dropped out of the top four. Five. Oh, for sure the they are. They'd be out of the, if we did a ten, they'd be out of the ten. Maybe maybe I'll just keep them in there just for fun. No, 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 <sighs> no. Two of the losses by one goal, losing it to Rosemount six matter. nothing in the opener, losing to Simley. That one, that's Simley. the one that got me. Uh, five to four in overtime, and then falling to Northfield four to three. So two one goal losses. Those could probably go either way with the bounce of a puck or two. They are rotating between Brianna Ritter and Ava Arneo in goal, so they're still getting used to not being able to play with Anna Hansen, and they've been outscored 6-1 to one in the third period. They've led once this year. That's so is it stat. just a matter of depth? That's a great stat, Peter. Oh, thank you. And That's I, good digging. I did a lot of clicking today on the, girls, on the girls' hockey hub. I, I feel like knowing Coach Bergen and knowing Danny Bergen and Danny Burnett, like, on, you know, because we've got to know him through Team Minnesota and through Player of the Year interviews, I feel like I was cheering for them. You know, I really want, the, you know, I love the underdog. We it's love, easy we, to root for good guys. We, you know what I mean? Cheer, and, you know, we talked about it yesterday. We're cheering for the story, right? It's a great story. Chisago's a great story. But when you when you come out of the gates, fall out of the gates like they have, we got to also call ourselves out on that, too. Yeah, I think we can, I think we're big enough to admit that. They might have been a little high. Yep. Uh, Danny Bergen and Danny Brunette are doing their thing. Bergen's got five points. Brunette's got four points. It just feels like they're looking for one more piece to jump up. Right. So they'll they'll get the ship righted, but for right now, a slow start for Chisago. Up right. next, we have Gentry Academy, and I'm going to put this on myself, 100% on myself. I was, what's the term, bullish? But they got three D one commits for sure. I can name off the top of my head. They, they do, but four? I also didn't expect. I think them. they got another one on there, don't they? No, they have three, three or four. They have four. They have four. four. Now, now a fourth one comes. My uh, Sajvik, Gazdick, Gazdick, and Hanrahan. Yeah, Hanrahan. Yeah. That's right. Four D one players. Four Division one players did not expect them to 10. lose to Rosemount. Right, you should be top ten. Rosemount's been the giant killer. So yeah. went over Blake and then losses to Rosemount and Andover. I did not expect them to beat Andover. Let me be perfectly clear. But no. I also didn't expect them to lose by four goals. Mm, Andover's better than I thought. I should put and now them they're on number the two. two. I should put them on the two low team. No. They were three and now they're two. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Diana's gonna be number one and Andover's gonna be number two. Yeah, but do I make the do I make Edina number one? Just yeah, because the they got a better goalie, and it's not a huge difference, but they got a better goalie. Yeah, but I can't give teams credit for not playing. And it'll games. it'll get solved on hockey day. So, I so you're telling me I gotta wait? Yeah, we gotta wait. We used to get it like NASCAR. We used to get it the first game of the year. You're but the worst. Now we gotta wait till midway through the season, which stinks. <laughs> well, and we did hear from an inside source that Gentry shouldn't be ranked top ten. So I have heard that a couple I've different heard that, spots. Yeah, from a couple of people. Uh, I still think they're. I, I think four AA is Stillwater number one right now. I also know? think that's a team that's going to get better as the season goes. on. I know. I know. Uh, up next, Hill Murray. And uh, a loss to Stillwater, 2-1. to one. Not totally surprised no. by that one, but a 6-2 loss to Wyzetta, I, who I assumed would have goal-scoring problems. 
Yeah, but I think their returning goaltender, last name Zahn, I can't think of her first name. Grace. Grace Zahn is out injured. Okay. And, you know, they're starting a goaltender who has doesn't have a lot of experience, senior goaltender. Mm-hmm. Um, last name Anderson, I believe. Taylor Anderson. Um, so... I think a little bit. I think Hill Murray's a little bit misleading right now. You think they're misleading just because they don't have Zahn in them? Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair. Super talented goalie played almost every minute last year. So. Thank you for the first names on that. I was just studying line charts the other day. I'm like, what? She hasn't played yet. You know? So. <laughs> Did I ever tell you where I first saw Grace Zahn? No. I saw Grace Zahn at a Minnesota hockey tier one ball league. She was playing in goal. She was playing in goal for D2. For the yeah. loons. And I had no idea who she was. And I started Googling her. And she's from China. Yeah. And it popped up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the same girl. Wow, she's great. Yeah. So it was nice to see somebody not from a, a typical D2 factory. Right. That's right. All right, moving into the teams that I was too low on. And this is everybody's chance to say, hey, Peter, you're an idiot. And you shouldn't do this for a living. There but should be recording of I this. I do. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, no, you, you recording. should be recording this part of the segment where it's it's called it Peter you're an idiot segment I'm sure Peter I'm sure Peter I'm sure people say that behind my back nobody's ever said it to my face though hey, Peter you're an idiot not not I yet I just at did least. it to your face right there it <laughs> felt good All right let's uh, a team that we haven't mentioned yet nor, well you mentioned them Northfield three straight wins 3-2 over Mount West Tonka who's a top 5 class A team 4-3 over Chisago Lakes who we thought was a top 5 class A team and a 4-2 win over Lakeville South. That was the last team squeezed out of the Class AA rankings. I, You're making a face. I'm so excited. Why? Northfield. Again, talk about those stories, Jesse right? Jesse James days. Yeah, it's like, it's a new story, right? We're not talking about Andover. And anytime I don't have to talk about Andover, every second I'm talking <laughs> about Andover or Edina on this show, or now Minnetonka, it's fun, right? Yeah, you get to see some new names. It's a lot of fun. These names aren't new, though, you know, for Northfield fans. Yeah, so there you go. I'm, I'm excited about that. That's a great surprise. Yeah, Isla Puppies got six goals and seven points. Cambria Munson, seven assists. And Grace McCoshin's got five points. They round out the scoring leaders. And then, uh, an, I would almost say an early frontrunner for Senior Goalie of the Year, if it truly is a body of work award, wow. Maggie Maleka. Yes. She's 3-0 and right now. She's got a 2-3-2 two, two goals against. She's I expect one, that. She's the one that left Apple Valley? Maleka? Yeah. No, that's Macy Mueller. Where did she go? She's she at Northfield North as too. the backup. Golly. That's a pretty good tandem. Okay, I knew it was an M. But so, yeah. Maleka will play, obviously, the bulk of the minutes. She's the senior, and she's a stud, and then Macy Mueller will get to tutor under Maleka. So, Northfield at 3-0. and Will they make an appearance in the top 10 in the class to play rankings? I don't know You yet. know what? Here, I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. Tradition Companies is owned by Jake Annabeck. Where did Jake Ennebeck go to high school? We need a little bit of Homer here. Captain Crunch. He went to Northfield High School. Northfield will be in. He'll use his influence with us and get his Northfield girls alums. See, this is why people are jealous of you. Who knows that? (laughs) Why do you you know that? I don't know. And I'm joking about Jake and having influence over our rankings, but I think it's kind of cool. He might. Let's give him a little nod. <laughs> Moving right along to a team we have mentioned multiple times because they've played friggin' giant slayers so far. Rosemount, the 6 nothing win over Chicago. The 5 we gotta go see win him. over Gentry. Uh, when yeah, can I see them I next? See 
When can you see I, I want to see Rosemount. That is, I, I got to go out. Rosemount is such an interesting program because last year their 15A team went to the final four of the 15A state tournament. They did. But they were definitely considered the third bridesmaid, not even close to Behind the Tonka and Andover. Be- behind yeah. Tonka and Andover. Any and Dinah. Think, Any Dinah. I think OMG might have been the other final four team. Maybe. They are going to play Eastview on Saturday at 2 p.m. That is a this Saturday? Saturday. Yep. Oh, I'm going there. I'm going, going to that. So, hold on. That's not fair. I have to go to the nut. <laughs> I'm going. So, you get I'll go. You I'll get go Rosemount East. Sure. I, get the I have nothing going on this weekend. I got to go see some PBBs and some Bannambees as our preview for the Gobbler next week. But that's all I had on my schedule to see that. Like, now I have something to do. PBBs and Bannambees? Yeah, for the Gobbler. Your life sounds full and rich. It does. <laughs> it will be after I see PBBs and Bannambees. I've seen one PBB game. i got to see a Bannambee before the Gobbler. Gotcha. Well, Whitney Tuttle, the leading scorer for Rosemount with three goals and eight points. She's a Minnesota State commit. Uh, one of our photographers over the summer said that in a game he watched, she was the best player on the ice. Yeah, it was probably Nafe. Probably. She was playing on Team Minnesota. Uh, followed up by Sophie Strammel. We'll have a couple of notes on Sophie Strammel in a moment. Whose mom is the Gretchen is the head coach at Rosemount girls soccer team. There okay, I know. thought you were going to say the hockey team. No, that would have been crazy. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, the goaltender, I, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, Rathima Chidahalu. Wow. That's what I'm going to go with. Good slash good. line for Cheetah Halu. 2-0 and with a 199 goals against a 938 save percentage. So does Rosemount have what it takes to Absolutely. come out on top in the South Suburban? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to say yes? Yes. South Suburban. I just don't think the South Suburban's that strong. We'll find out on uh, Saturday. I think the South Suburban is above average. Yeah, certainly. Just, all but everybody gets stuck average. at the top because the conference is yeah. so big and you have to play yeah. everybody. Yeah. So there's Rosemount last, but certainly not least, YZ. 7 nothing over Champlain Park, Coon Rapids, 3 nothing over Egan, and 6 2 over Hill Murray. Like I said, not this is a team enough. I expected not to have. Yeah. Not enough info yet on them, but when with the 6 2 win over. Over Hill, I'm thinking, eh, maybe there is something there. Well, losing Greta Branton. Branton and Matthews had been the pair yeah. for the last few seasons. And losing Branton, I thought, mm, he might have an issue scoring goals. But it looks like Courtney Jacobs has stepped up with five points. Mallory Coffin's got three goals through three games. And goaltender Annika Lavender is 3-0 and with a .67 goal against. she played all the games, right? All the minutes. She has. And she'll, she keeps playing like this. She'll play all the minutes for the rest of the season, a nine five nine save percentage in a pair of shutouts. So why is that a team that could make some noise in Section 6? Yeah, got a big roadblock. Big roadblock. We won't really know until they hit conference play when they have to play a Dinah. Twice. We'll know. All right, one last team to throw in there. Mound West Tonka at the Class A level. I know you're a, a big supporter of the White Hawks. Yeah, I think they're. that's a surprise. Yeah, oh. they're in the they're in your top five now for sure. They they will be. They beat Woodbury six to two, lost to Northfield three to two, and then beat South St. Paul six to two. So Which the is, win over South St. Paul will push them into the yep. top five. Uh, Sydney Leonard, a name that we know fairly very well, well. Yeah. Uh, four goals and seven points so far, and the second leading scorer is a player I saw last year as a freshman, Cameron Hargreaves. Yep, super athletic, very tall, really good reach. All the raw tools are there. 
you give her a little bit more time at the high school level, I think she'll become a player. I had a high school teacher, and they pronounced it Hargraves. You pronounce it Hargreaves. Do you want me to call them out? I think we should. I think we need to know. We need to know that soon. (laughs) We do. Well, if they keep playing this way, then yeah, we're definitely going to have to know that soon. Yep. Is there a team out there that you want to see that you think you might have been personally too high or too low on? Well, I just named it. I just gave you Rosemount. I just gave you six options. Rosemount. I want to see. You want to see Rosemount? Yeah, because I want four, three. The more good teams in a conference makes it more interesting to follow and to, to write a story. You know, you know, we know that Burnsville will be good. Um, we think that Apple Valley will be decent. We know that Eastview will be decent. You know, we know Lakeville South will be decent. So I think that's a decent conference. If Rosemont is as good as we think, wow, that, that makes that winning that conference somewhat of an accomplishment. Well, yeah, and then you go into Section 3. I think they're still in Section 3. Please tell me they're still in yeah, Section 3. Yeah, they're in 3. They're in 3. The one that throws you is Lakeville North out of 1. Just throws. It literally, it just, I, I, I can't process that which i think is really funny because the wouldn't the logic go we want to keep the lake lakeville together separate, separate. no no, no but when they should. split when they split yeah. they wanted to keep the lakeville separate to stop them from dominating the section correct yeah well lakeville north wouldn't have been a top four seed in this section in section one last year no so the plan doesn't make any sense geographically it doesn't make any sense you, it makes no sense geographically i mean you cannot you cannot possibly say oh we do this by geographics i'm like lakeville south and lakeville north are as close to their two high schools as couldn't be closer together yeah it's just they one, drew a line right in between them I just like one it. cornfield over i didn't like it you didn't like it eh, well maybe we'll get a realignment in two years and it can go back to the way you want it to be I'm okay with it. The team that I want to see, and this one might come as a shock, but I want to see Minnehaha United. <laughs> I just want to know what it what it's like to. I mean, you're above 500 for the first time, and however long you beat Brack. I mean, I don't. Let's check it out. I don't know how much. Let's you know, check it out. Legitimate college talent. You're going to see Benilde. You're going to see two wild cards tonight. Benilde, who's a wild card in six, right? And then you're going to see World for maybe the only time this year, you know? Yeah, kind of like why is that a Benilde's another team? I just this is see usually it, the time of year I get to go see World. I can't believe you're going to get to see him. I am not. so excited. I haven't seen World play a regular season game ever, I don't think. And I have. Well, yeah, you went last year. They played at Breck the last two years. And Jefferson. I saw them play twice last year. Wow, you're the World expert. I know. Is that why you get invited to celebrity golf tournaments? I it was. Let's not use that word celebrity <laughs> with me, but that's fine. You did get asked I hate for when an they autograph. Call it that. Like, come on, you, we're not celebrities. You got asked for an autograph last week. I did not. You get asked oh, for wait, autographs. Oh, last weekend. Last weekend, you I get did. asked for autographs. You take pictures with fans, and you get invited to celebrity golf events. You forgot the big one. What? Someone went as Tony Scott as. On Halloween, that was to yeah. Me, that's, that, that's bigger than any of them. That kid just made my year. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're on the subject of Tony, why don't you fill us in on some news and nuggets that are floating around the girls' hockey space? Well, I don't have any specific news and nuggets, but I know there's going to be a major decommitment um, from uh, a, a, a high girls' high school player be leaving a Big Ten school. So, wow. I think that's a big piece of news. If yeah. you ask me. Any idea where that player is going to end up? Uh, at a very good, another good program. That's all <laughs> I can <could> say. <laughs> a good program is losing its 
a player and a good program is getting a player. So yeah. um, it's, it's it's just uh, it's a it's a a uh, piece of what happens now uh, in college hockey recruiting. Yeah, kids get committed and then they get fidgety, you know, and then they want to move or they they see something in that program that they don't like or they don't see a path to playing time or they see, you know, whatever. There's lots of different reasons. We talked about this uh, topic yesterday on 10 Minutes with Tony Scott, and we talked about you and I both roasted college hockey in our boom roasted. We didn't roast college hockey, so if you see the headline on Twitter, don't freak out. <laughs> we ro- I roasted college coaches for decommitting players, um, and you roasted college scheduling. programs scheduling these stupid – one o'clock in the afternoon Friday games. Like it's a total middle finger to the here? women's program. I hate that. It's what well, put the men there. You know what I mean? Well, why don't put the men there? So uh, we roasted it. I roasted college coaches pretty heavily on our show yesterday. Just that I think that it's it's sad that you know, and I I know the players can do the same. It's a hotel reservation until the NLI is signed. But <laughs> you know what? These are young kids getting all kinds of. Um, uh, misinformation and pressure from parents and coaches and 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 the, and the boys side, it's the agents and stuff. That it, 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 I get that they should be able to make a second second choice. A hotel reservation would be easier to get out of. Correct, but a college coach decommitting that needs to be put out there that this school has decommitted five or six players this year. Like I. Really want to put that out there. Like these schools, this play, they, they this player was good enough two years ago, but now isn't. That is bad business. Well, there's it needs also, to be exposed. There's something wrong with your scouting department if you're making yes. offers on players that you don't follow. You through. gotta you gotta eat that. I think you know. I don't think you have to eat it. If you're this a college is, program, okay, this is still big time college athletics. Yeah, let's not. Let's. This isn't. You this gotta, isn't an association. Yeah, I know you have to. You have to own that. I know eat that sounds a little, you know, strange, but you have to own your decision from two years ago when you committed this young lady. I don't think you have to own young your decision ladies. by keeping a player that you don't think is going to play. But I think you need to own that decision within the program and say, "Hey, there's something wrong with the way that we are evaluating, evaluating talent. players." It, Amen. We're, Peter. we're basically. Amen. If you're decon- if you're telling players, "Hey." You should probably go someplace else. You should probably post on Twitter that you've reopened your recruitment. That says more about your scouting staff Agreed. than it does about the player. Agreed. And I made this point off air that we're going to see more and more of this because last year everybody was committing just to find a raft in a hurricane. Right. And the more savvy families, the ones that have been through this before, understand that a verbal commitment doesn't mean anything, but it does put pressure on other programs. So a team like, let's. Uh, For example, we'll say the University of Minnesota, which gets its pick of the litter. Uh, If they have their eye on a player, but they're not totally ready to offer, they they don't have they're not verbally committed anywhere. They don't have any offers. Minnesota is kind of thinking, all right, we might have a little more time to evaluate. But if that player all of a sudden verbally commits to another Division One program, it tells the Golden Gophers, hey, there's legitimate interest out there for this player. You either got to get in the boat or start showing a little more love. And that and that's the thing. Like, you see some of these programs, like like Penn State has done pretty well in Minnesota. They they'll get two or three players. Mm-hmm. You know what? Once I commit to Penn State, or once I commit to Harvard, or once I commit to a, a where it's a really good school and a really great atmosphere, 
it's pretty hard to uncommit, decommit from Penn State or Ohio State. I mean, you're committing to a really an outstanding institution and a great collegiate experience. It's gonna be pretty hard for the Gophers to go, yeah, come play for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you find somebody where it's national championship or bust. Yeah. Then you're going to run into some issues. That sounds nice. You spend four years in Happy Valley. Oh, you're on a partial scholarship. Beautiful, you beautiful get all rank. The, you get all the Penn State swag you could want. You get a degree from a – are they a good school? It's a really good school. It is? Yes. In Pennsylvania? Yes, it's oh. a good school. It's, it's a little a really surprising good to me. It's, it's one of the best. <laughs> you well, know, and it's a beautiful school, beautiful campus, beautiful football stadium, beautiful hockey rink, beautiful everything. When they do the whiteout – at that stadium so cool. for Cubs. That they is do it so for hockey, too. Cool. That is so cool. They do it for hockey. Well, there's our plug for Penn State. Yep. We expect a check from the Penn yes, State we Athletic do. Department for a sponsorship. That's our college hockey corner. Yeah. Sorry. That's what, yeah, it's all right. I'll let you go off on a little bit of a tangent. All right. And now we roll into our pickums. We've actually been rolling longer than I thought we had. I had okay. this moment where I checked the time, and I thought, oh, my God, we're going to be at eight minutes, and we're going to have to stretch this. But I think we're going to be good doing our pickums. We're going to start with two games tonight and three games tomorrow. Okay. And the last one tomorrow is a little bit of a brain puzzler. Okay. So Orono and Proctor Hermantown, two Ooh. of the top teams in that's Class a, a. This could very well be a state championship preview. That's a triple eye popper, right? Triple so eye those popper. that watch our eye popper, eye popper, the definition of eye popper is, wow, those two teams are playing, your eyes pop out of your head. Well, we have levels of eye-popping, okay? If it's two top five teams playing each other, like Andover and Minnetonka, you get three. Three. Right? If it's two top ten teams or a or a crossover game like, like Benilde and Warroad, that's a tour, right? Okay. Right? And then if it's a good conference game or a game that, that or a good section game, that's a single eye-popper. Wow. Okay, so you have this three, broke, two. You, yeah, well, I have to explain it to Todd because he put four eye poppers on a game yesterday. And I'm like, Todd, three eye poppers is the maximum amount of I thought of we eye did popping. five op- eye no, poppers. No, it's three, two, one. You do five eye poppers. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay, so fine. So that so game's a, a triple. A triple eye popper, Orno Proctor Herman. That's a triple. You know, I started running the numbers. When I saw this game on the schedule, like, could I run up there and get back in time to pick my dog up from the vet? That's just not going to happen. Mm-mm. So who do you got, Spartans or Mirage? Oh, we've been talking about these two teams, you know, for on our last two shows. I, that's a yeah. tough – that's a toss-up. I would – I'll go home ice on that one. I'll You're going to go Proctor, Hermantown? Yeah. Yep. Just to keep things spicy, I'm going to take Orono. I like – so when I checked the game last night, it said one to nothing over Chaska Chan. And I thought, okay, it's a win over a double A program. They have a couple of D one commits. That's not bad. Turned out it was seven to seven one. To one. So I think they're gonna be okay. Mia Lopez stepped up with two goals. She's kind of their Swiss army knife uh up front for the Spartans. That's the oldest Lopez. That's the and oldest Zoe Lopez. Zoe too, I think, had a get a uh, Zoe end had a end or goal goals. and assist. Yeah, her goal is end to end too. Uh, when I talked to Sean Fish, he said that one player to keep an eye on who doesn't necessarily jump off the score sheet is Mia Lopez because she can do so many different things and she's so effective on special teams. It looks like she's starting to fill up the score sheet. So maybe she's putting good it all her. together. Good yeah, no her. kidding. So I'm going to take Orono. God, how good would they Proctor be if they had Grace Pickett? Well, that was the other thing I was going to say. It looks like the initial plan to move a forward back to D has worked out fairly well. 
before. Is that what Sean in. said? He was just going to kind of experiment for the first few weeks. Yeah, he said he had. It's just a bunch of speed and a bunch of athletes and smart hockey players. So we figured, oh, move one of my forwards back. What's the point in bringing up a defender that you don't think is going to play very well when you know you have a moldable player up front? Right. This could also be the state championship matchup for the next three years, given how young these teams are. But we don't want to play Laurel's, crystal ball. Laurel's the best team. I just have just too deep. Too deep? Well, that's a good uh, good point because World's going to play Benilde St. Margaret's, which also has depth. Maybe not top flight goal scoring, go a get a goal, tonight. but there's like six girls that every team in the state would want. I don't know which game I want to watch more tonight. Benilde and World or Penn State and Minnesota? Well, I'm going to World Benilde, so you can have Penn State, Minnesota. Well, I haven't seen the golfers play in a couple weeks because we've been busy. Yeah, so, you tried to watch some of it while yeah. you were broadcasting. Yeah. So, what do you, who do you got, Benilde or Warren? Oh, sorry. Um, I'll go Double A. You're gonna go Benilde go in this one? Just the third Double A. Okay. And and is these teams have not done historically well against the top Double A teams? No, but I just feel like a team that has those one or two girls where you say, "Hey." Go get a goal. You tell Talia Hendrickson, go score. She's going to go score. I don't think Benilde has that. Okay. So I'm going to go Warroad. All right. Well, I, I think that Benilde has Emma Peschel who can do that, even from the blue line. Fine. So Fine. So there you go. <laughs> Saturday's game, Centennial Spring Lake Park. Uh, the rise of the middle schoolers over at Centennial <laughs> Spring Lake Park. Taking on Rozo up north. The Cougars going on a... One Where's game that game? They, 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 I wonder if the girls play all their games at the Rams Center, or do they play at the Memorial Building ever? I'd have to look into that. I've only been to one Rosa. I don't know. Maybe game. it's Rosa. Maybe they play outside. No, they don't. No, they don't. Who do you, uh, so what do you like? You like Cougars or you like the Rams? Well, we don't have the Rams in the top ten, so we it'd be hard do not. for us to bet against Centennial in this one. So I'm going Centennial. You're going to take Centennial. I kind of tend to – when I do my picks, as you've known over the years, I always if I if I do a rankings on a Monday, for example, and then you ask me on Wednesday when we do ten minutes twenty seven, who are you gonna pick? I'm like, I have to take the highest ranked team. If not, <laughs> it completely, you know, goes against what I just said on Monday. So I'll go with the higher ranked team, which is Centennial. Are you trying to say that you're uh, afraid to contradict yourself? Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Kind of uh, like Carl did on our boys podcast he picked Creighton number one and then we did season ending picks who's going to go to state Creighton or St. Thomas and he picked St. Thomas I'm like well, then why do you have Creighton number one <laughs> I gotta be honest I have not listened to the boys high school you gotta listen to season it. it's a good one I, I am waiting on a on a google doc you know what if you though. went to the Proctor Hermantown game you could it would take you the entire podcast up there it would take you up there the whole way it's two yeah. and a half hours long I mean I could either listen to that or I could just listen to Silence. <laughs> the nature whipping past me on I-35. All right. Uh, Holy Family Catholic and Maple Grove. Oh, this is an easy one. Why do you think this is an easy one? It's not an easy one. Yes. I worked really easy. hard on this. It's easy. Holy Family's good. Fine. And I don't think that, I think, I think uh, Maple Grove lost too many uh, girls to, for example, their two highest scores. To Benilde, they lost players. Tater, they lost. You know, I just don't think this is deep. I don't think they're as deep as they were last year. Mm. So I'm, I'm so going. I'm going. Holy Family. They have. They have the best 
forward in the state. It's I'm at gonna, Maple Grove. It doesn't it's an matter. Afternoon game. Doesn't matter. The wind is, is, is supposed to be Maddie 18 Kaiser miles not coming? per hour. Is she not coming or what? <laughs> they have the best forward in the state. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna go Holy Family. I thought I might be able to try and get you to take a no, take an upset here. Mm. This is the this is the fun one. Brainerd Little Falls and Who Minnetonka. Yeah, Brainerd Little Falls and Minnetonka. Tell me why you're gonna take Minnetonka? Because it's because uh, they have way more talent. This game will go into running time. You're gonna say running time on this? Yeah. Are you and out and of your mind? If you're from mind? Brainerd and you're listening and you hate me now, I apologize. Wow. For being so harsh. Okay, fine. I'm gonna take Brainerd Little Falls. <laughs> I'm taking Are we having a Brainerd contest? Are we putting Falls? a little uh, Jimmy John sandwich on these? You can't eat Jimmy John's. Like I know. You I know. How about a Jimmy John's? You old unwitch. Man. Unwitch. I'll take an unwitch. <laughs> I'm looking for a big goaltending performance out of, it says Bryce Sawyer on here. I think it said Brea Sawyer last year. I can't tell what the actual name is, but Sawyer's had, it also says Swayer. Maybe I'm dyslexic. Maybe you are. I could be dyslexic. You became dyslexic when you turned 30. (laughs) I didn't turn dyslexic. I think I turned arthritic when I turned 30. My hips just aren't what they used to be, Tony. Uh, I look for a big goaltending performance out of the Warriors. Maybe they steal one. No. Against Minnetonka? Just because they beat Moorhead does not mean they're going to beat Minnetonka. That's not, I'm not saying that's why they're going to win. I'm saying Although that I was a little surprised by that and, and, and excited. That because they beat it, Moorhead? Yeah, because it makes that section interesting. It jazzes the section up a little bit. Yeah. They're going to play at Minnetonka at 2 p.m. Mm. I like Brainerd. I like Brainerd on the road. No. no I like it. I'm just too tempted. I got to take it. Although there'll be a lot of royal blue on that rink. You know, they, both. Brainerd travels blue. well. And Brainerd Little Falls is also just one of those teams that... Scrappy. That, unfortunately, I don't pay attention to. And then I look up at section tournament time, and they're 20-5. and five. Yeah. So I'm going to take Brainerd Little Falls. And we're going right. to count them up at the end of the weekend. And see Fine, I know at. I'm going to win this one. You're not going to win that one. Yes, I will. Not, I believe. All right, you want to round us out? What, you got anything else on your mind? You I want to complain nothing, about anything? I, I don't not complain about anything. I'm excited to see a little Eastview Rosemount this weekend. Are you actually going to go to that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Take, Why wouldn't I? Take your camera. Why wouldn't I? Take your camera. Oh, I'm going to take Do my camera. Do you want me to email the athletic director to make sure you can get in? I can get in. <laughs> Someone went as, went as me for uh, Halloween. I can get in. Oh, my If God, not, I have a wallet it. with money. I'll be happy to pay. Jeez! Oh, All right, we to we got to end it there before your head gets any bigger. I know. Ladies, gentlemen, in here. boys and girls, everyone in between, thank you for joining us on season four, episode two of Her Ice. We'd like to once again thank our sponsor, the Red and Black Girls League. We appreciate your support. Looking forward to uh, seeing how the league shapes up next season. We will have a new batch of sta- staff rankings for everyone to complain about. Next week. On Monday morning. And our next show, where I believe we're going to have a guest. A guest? Dave Palmquist, who runs Why the Why would Red you Black tell League. me that? Yeah, well, we're going to have Now a... my palms are all sweat. Dave Palmquist. Yes, the legend. Ooh, He'll be on the show next week. If all works well. Well, so. now now I'm all sorts of nervous. i got to start prepping for Dave Palmquist. I know. On the phone. I know. Maybe I know. he can come in studio and sign a hockey be stick even, for me. Be even better. That'd be even better. <laughs> what a great show, though. It's fun. No kidding. All right. Uh, good show, Tony. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in.
Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget Used to keep it cool